Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve. So glad to have you listening on this Friday. Yeah, we owe you guys. We owe you so much. Oh, I'd like pasta. What did we ask for the other day that we never got? Was it a certain soup? It was a, no, it okay. was a uh, it was a, a, a DQ sort? thing. A blizzard. freaking blizzard. Yes, Queen. I mean, it's almost like we can't abuse these radio waves and get people to just. What did we ask for? Somebody to deliver us two DQ blizzards? I think that's illegal. So Technically, we're not asking. But we yet. would have done it. Yeah, we wouldn't do it because it is illegal. But. We would accept it, though, because that's just a human thing to <laughs> and do. And then not talk about it. In the purposes of research. <laughs> you know, and we would give a candid, honest review, not some sort of under-the-table advertisement. But Heath we would bar, vanilla, medium. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just hit that. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Oh, God, you guys. There was this lady in the audience of the Taylor Swift concert. I don't know where this was taking place, but I sent it to Steve. I don't even remember what I said. Something about this is me at a Taylor Swift show. I've only seen it with the volume off. (laughs) Did she swear at all? No, I don't think so. I think she's with her kid. She's just singing along to the songs. And it's like, you know, a mom type of person just crying over Taylor Swift. It was so funny to me. Can I pull it, I pull it up? Can I play it? Yeah, sure. You don't think it's going to swear, right? I hope not. Michael, be ready for I'll it. I'll be ready. All right, here we go. This is um, this is Nana at the Eras Tour. <laughs> No, she's just dancing. A lot of dancing. <laughs> she just super Oh, now excited. her mouth is like wide open. She just... <laughs> <laughs> Nana, oh, calm down. Oh, she is singing along hard, too. Oh, my God, That's it's fun. so cute. That's cute. That's cute. I love it. Anyway, super cute. I don't know. I don't. Why did that come up in my feed? I wonder. Because Taylor, you don't follow tech- E News. Oh, I probably do. You're right. It's E News. You could find it there. I didn't remember where it came from. I just remember the lady. Sorry, I blew up. <laughs> 
The ACM nominations were announced, and let's see. Hardy leads the pack with seven nominations. Lainey Wilson has six. Uh, let's see, who else has it? Uh, Morgan Wallen got his first ACM Entertainer of the Year nomination. He is up against Miranda Lambert, Jason Aldean, Chris Stapleton, Luke Combs, Kane Brown, and Carrie Underwood. That's some stiff, uh, stiff competition right there. Queen. Ooh, Miranda Lambert. Her 17th ACM Female Artist of the Year nomination passed the previous record of 16. That was held by Reba. Wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know when they air. Nice. Probably in May. I think that's when they air. Teach a man to fish. Right? Give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. You teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. That's why what we like to do is give you bits of the story, but... Friends, we're not here to spoon yeah, feed you sweet potato there, mash. Is anybody sitting there with their calendars out going, oh, wait, when do the ACMs air? Repeat that phone number one more time. Exactly. Thursday, May 11th for Mike, all of my uh, boomers out there. Oh. There, there go. we go. There's our Zamboni comes another right spoonful. There. <laughs> Open wide. Mark those calendars. Uh, Tim McGraw is launching his own media company. It is called Down Home. It's going to be based in Nashville, and it's going to produce movies, TV, digital media, and it's going to focus on relatable stories about everyday Americans. Wow. These guys are killing it, he and Faith. Yeah, they're doing well. He said there's a real push for people to get back to togetherness and a sense of community, and that's down home, and that's what he wants his company to be about. Cool. He's ripped, too. He's ripped. He wasn't always... He was just a little skinny guy. Yeah. For a long time. Now he's ripped guy. Now he's ripped guy. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, they're doing well. When's the last time you think Tim McGraw and Faith Hill sat down and were having dinner and suddenly got stressed about a bill that needed paid? I uh Maybe it does. I, Maybe they just have bigger bills. Yeah, that that can happen. You know? Sure. More success, more money. I think you're <laughs> attempting to quote Biggie Smalls, Mo Money, Mo Problems. Okay. I do think it's true. I always don't get me started. Here we go. Just when I I don't like when people assume things about other people like, oh, he's got a lot of money. Let him pay. Yeah. Yeah, You don't know how much his mortgage is. Everything is relative. You know, always irritates you. It really does. Because where you are at 25 and 45 might be kind of similar because you've got more responsibility. Sure. More bills. It You know, you're yeah. always... Yeah, are you saving for college for multiple right. kids? You might be making more money. Exactly. But Don't maybe, assume. Maybe you have to uh, take on some financial responsibility and pay for four kids to go to college, which ain't getting cheap. So maybe next time... That somebody doesn't pay at the cafeteria, you don't give that person a hard time, maybe. I'm just saying. I feel like I bought your soup last time. That's true. Tana. Oh, no, wait, you did. I don't know. You bought me a cup. We did soup swap. But I'd buy you a bowl. Okay, that's true, but I'm a growing boy. (laughs) (laughs) I want to tell you this. Have you noticed that songs are getting shorter? No, but I like this from a... Listener standpoint, but from a DJ standpoint, that is not so good. Yeah, because when are you going to go take a leak? Right. But now everything's automated, so one song will roll right into another song, whereas before, you had to control it. 
Vice didn't. Vice wrote an article about this, and they were talking about how songs are getting shorter. Um, And they they talked about, we don't have to play any of these, but Lil Yachty has a song called Poland. And it has a, a memorable hook. I took the walk to Poland. I don't know what that word means. W-O-C-K, but I said it, and I hope it's okay. Anyway, it's only 83 seconds long. Okay, I mean, okay. all right. But hear me out. As it was by Harry Styles, only two minutes and 48 seconds. Yeah, that's a short song. Old Town Road, minute 53. Very short. Um, the uh, There was uh, Armani White's 99-second breakout hit, Billie Eilish. And then Ice Spice had a viral song that was um, a minute and 45 seconds long called Munch. You know, you. but here's the thing: they say it's going down because everybody wants to be their song to be TikTokable. Oh. So they front load the chorus earlier in the song so that the hook is there when somebody's sampling it and they hear it and then they want to use it. And uh, and this is really interesting. They say that one the various mu- music industry people are talking about it, but they say Mark Ronson said this. He said this back in 2019 too. But I never knew this happened. All your songs have to be under three minutes and 15 seconds because if people don't listen to them all the way to the end, they go into this ratio of, quote, non-complete herd, which sends your Spotify rating down. Oh. So if people don't listen to the whole song, if you flip around and don't go to the completion, you're actually hurting your artist that you're listening to. Right. Their chances of their song staying high up in the algorithm. Got it. Okay. Also, I mean, there's all these little... I don't want to use the word political, but all these hidden kind of things like back in the day, like all the Beatles songs were like two minutes, 48 seconds, somewhere around there. Yeah, right. Super short oldies. I think it also had to do with radio airplay. They'd look for shorter songs so that they can say they play more songs per hour. Sure. You know what I mean? There's all sorts of, you know, things like that. But that's interesting. Thanks, Steve. You got it, bro. Hey, when we come back, we've got a little food news. Oh, I'm so excited. There's a new restaurant coming to Uptown, and I think you and I are both going to be loving it. Oh, wow. And Donna's got an update on her uh, last five days of intermittent fasting and what she's noticed. We'll talk about that when we come back. It's Donna. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Uh, Let's talk a little food news. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Okay, super excited because one of our favorite things to eat at the state fair, other than your poutine. Poutine? Poutine? Poutine. Poutine. Wait. Poutine. Oh, wait. Oh, tater tot poutine. No, poutine. Poo. Emphasize on the poo. Right. Like a poo poo platter. Poutine. Which they've got to rename that. Why can't they rename poutine then? No, because poutine is... The, I wouldn't say this to my child in a diaper. I wouldn't say, oh, do you need to go poutine? Did you go poutine in your diaper? But I might say, I won't, but I might say like, oh, did you go poo-poo? They can't be at a fancy event. They only offer poo-poo platters, I think, at, at places where they have silver serving trays in a string quartet. Isn't a poo-poo platter like a raw meat situation? No. Mike, it, No, it's a, I thought it was a Chinese... Thing it's like an appetizer, yeah, a tray of an Amer- of American Chinese or Hawaiian food consisting of an assortment of small meat and seafood appetizers. Okay, okay. a poo poo yeah. platter, but no, a but no, P U P U. 
We always got, you know, whenever I go out with my friends, like in college, we'd be like, let's just get a poo-poo platter. Oh, gosh. You know, my mom used to call our butts (laughs) poo-poos. In what context? Like. Hey, your poo-poo looks big? Yeah. Like, sit down on your poo-poo. Like, Heine. Yeah. I'm struggling, though, because you're understanding how close it is to poop. Yes? I guess, but poo-poo is cute. Tinkle tinkle platter. We should get a cute. tinkle tinkle platter, a wee wee platter. That's we cute. Should get a wee wee. Oh, anyway, okay. the reason I bring this up is because our other favorite place is Baba's. Yeah. Yes. Woo! Bring Middle, me that hummus. Middle Eastern food brand Baba's will open a fifty-seat eatery in Minneapolis this summer. It'll be their first brick and mortar. Um, we're looking at July. Ooh, that's soon. 22nd and Lindale. So it'll be 2220 Lindale Avenue South in Uptown. They're going to um, feature a hummus house, eatery, mm-hmm. bakery, and market. Um, By the way, I just went and got that Dilly Dill Pickle hummus. Yeah. Oh, Where'd you get it? I got it at like, I think I got it at Lund's or Jerry's. What'd you eat it with? Crackers. Put it on a sandwich. Because you know what I really love about Bob's? Carrots. The hummus is great. Pete is really good. And the people who work there are so just cool. really great. I love them. But they give you those little circular pita coins. Yeah, they're so really like a good. Cryptocurrency. That's pita coin. Some of the best pita coin oh, I've ever had. Best. And so I good. love pita coin. And so when, they, when I can mix... The pita coin with their style of hummus. Mm. Oh, queen. I wish we oh, would have had the balls, state fair yeah. last year. I missed out on all yeah, those things. I'd be glad to get them back. Crazy. We actually did Excuse me? have state fair last year. This past year? Yeah, it was really good. Anyway. Oh. Oh, they're going to have, ooh, there. baklava. Baklava is. Croissants. Hey. Palestinian coffee. Oh, Jerusalem style bagels. I don't know what that is, but I'm interested. I am too. I think it's pronounced kayak. Kayak. Kayak? How's it spelled? K A. Apostrophe A K. Kayak. I think kayak. Kayak. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. You got to be careful when I say that word. Oh my gosh. Oh, I had no idea. I okay. Kayak. I think it's got to be kayak. Ten twenty one. Jeez Louise. They're going to have grab-and-go Baba's food products. Um, They're going to have Arab-owned specialty products. So like a little... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Marketplace as well. Oh, this Great. sounds amazing. I can't wait. Uh, opens again July. Yes, in Uptown, 2220 Lindale. Nice. Maybe so, we'll have to go there for lunch sometime. Oh, my God. I'll let you buy. Thanks. Donna. Yeah? College. College funds. Maybe I want to go back to college. Huh? Did you get your uh, sushi yesterday? Oh, my gosh. Did I get my Where'd sushi? Where'd you go? I, I went to Target. That's okay. I mean, they make it fresh there. Oh, I don't care. People are like, Ugh, I don't trust the sushi blank. I, I don't no, care. No, there are I people don't... who know what know how to make sushi. I just like sushi. Making it. I got to tell you, I got there, and I've only ever gone there in the evening to get sushi before, which means some of it's been picked over. Oh, shish kebab. I could just plow some sushi right now. And it's so low in calories. Did you notice that? Now, I know that I it's pretty that. carby, but... Is it carby? Yeah, it's, it's pretty carby. carby. It's pretty carby. It's pretty carby. But, but this was good. It's like a snack. It's perfect in the middle of the day. It's like you know when there's that orange sauce. Calories. That's on yes, it? whatever that is, whatever I want to is, go to there. They put it all over it, and then there was even some crunchy situation on top, <sighs> and then just nice big rolls, and then there were smaller, more traditional little sushi rolls with the little black seaweed wrap or whatever it is. How about the um? I don't know what it is. Wasabi. No, the wasabi. ginger. I love there was the ginger. ginger and wasabi. They had good ginger and, and, and wasabi, and I hit it just with a little packet of soy sauce. You don't want to overwhelm it, but just a little bit, and it was good. The wasabi was flames, though, man. This stuff, I put it oh, in. Oh, you just supposed to put a little I dab. I know, you just put a little dab, but sometimes, little dab. sometimes a little dab doesn't go too far, and I use a little dab here, and it went far. It really heated me up. I love it. Oh, it's so good. I'm so hungry right now. Oh. Oh, I want to eat something. Okay. Anyway, in other news, um, okay, so yesterday I weighed myself and I was real disappointed because I've been walking most mornings. I've been going to the gym. I've been doing intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Today I weighed myself and I was down three pounds yeah. from Sunday. And I got to tell you, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on the radio. I will just tell you that somebody had suggested this to me. I haven't changed the way I eat at all. I just eat within an eight-hour window of the day. And if I could repeat this next week, then I'm like well on my way to... I'm trying to cut a few pounds before my niece's wedding, which is in July. But I'm like taking it slow. But I'm like, what is it going to hurt? I'm not eating anything differently. I'm not dieting. Right, yeah. I'm just not eating between 5 p.m. and 9 a.m. Which, yeah, if you can see that. Eight hours, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. is when I eat. Yeah, that's great. It's amazing. Incremental change, right? Yeah, I mean, something happens with your metabolism or how you're burning fat instead of carb carbohydrates. And let me just say this. If you happen to go up a pound or two next week, don't be discouraged by that. Don't throw in the towel because the body reacts in some weird ways and sometimes there's water weight and all that kind of stuff. So just, you know, keep the course. Like I'd say look back at the end of 30 days and say, what kind of changes did I have? Okay. Thanks. You're welcome, guys. Can I go? Where? I don't know. Stay here. I'll go get you some food. I'm so hungry. What is the entree today? Um, I might need to go oh, to food at 11. Choice. Oh, Chef's Choice. Chef's Choice. That's a garbage factory. <laughs>
That's stuff from Brian's pockets that he just throws into a pan. Like there's a button in there, an old coin, some mozzarella. Some mozzarella. Hey, by the way, earlier you said croissant. Do you do that at restaurants? No. Okay. Ever since Pierroga, I have to ask. Well, in pasta fagioli, I always say pasta fagioli. I'm not going to be like, pasta fagioli. Hmm. Pasta fagioli. Okay, don't do it like that. Don't do it like some schoolboy. Parmesan, not Parmesan. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. the number to call if you want to play a game. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge coming up next Pierogi. right here. Justice for the injured. That is a slogan at the law firm of Bradshaw and Bryant. But I got to tell you guys, it's more than that. It's the reason they say that they're lawyers, because they know that people need attorneys who are going to fight for their rights. And Bradshaw and Bryant believe that with their experience, which is a lot, um, their talent and their available resources, they really can achieve justice for their clients. And they do. And they give you the best legal representation possible. If you have suffered from a personal injury, let's say, as the result of an accident, here's what you should do. Contact an attorney as soon as you can. You could get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant for a free consultation. And just be assured that, it again, it's free. It's not going to cost you anything to meet to discuss your case. And then... Attorneys only get paid if there's an actual settlement, which, of course, is their goal. Um, get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. You can contact, contact him today very easily online at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. All right. Today is the day on the Donna and Steve experience. I believe we are all tied up in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Details coming right up. Time to go to college. College. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, this epic battle will be decided. Uh, Who's going to take the lead into the weekend as we currently sit? With a 42-42 tie. Wow. And we have got our uh, buddy Maple Grove Leaf on the phone to play along with us. Hey, Leaf. Leaf, welcome. Hello. How hey, are Brent. you? Good. How are you doing? Really yeah, good. Really good. Donna, yeah. let's ask Leaf what he's doing. Can you got. hear me all right? Yes, Leaf. Yeah, just settle Leaf. down. Yeah, our question for you, Leaf, is this. Um, it's Friday. It's 1030 in the morning. What are you going to be doing when you hang up with us? I'm going to finish out my work day and try to hit the gym, maybe get out on the bike and enjoy the day. You're going to be done with work by like 11.15, aren't you? Not that early. All right. Uh, I have a quick question, or not question, suggestion, I should say. If you want Middle Eastern food, right down the street, there's a place called Caspian Bistro, which Mm. is Persian, which is phenomenal. Oh, really? Caspian, okay. It's on 25th and University. Thank you. Thank you, Leaf, for that suggestion lunch today and i have the hardest time hearing you guys are you online too no he's on line one i wonder why he's on the correct line yeah i don't, I don't know, know. leaf can Listen. you hear me now leaf can you hear us that was a little better Leaf, I'm your father. No, no, no. no. Okay. okay. All right, Leaf. Well, listen, uh, you listen as best as you can. You do need to team up with Donna or me. It's all tied up, and whoever wins today goes into the weekend victorious. Uh, Zamboni, what's the topic again? Uh, we actually didn't talk about the topic. Oh, 11 years ago today, in 2012, 
A trio of bands, actually five in total, went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But uh, three of them specifically were Guns N' Roses, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and the Beastie Boys. We're talking about the top songs from those three bands today. Oh, okay. no. All right. I love it. Maybe <laughs> Which is always my reaction. Who do you want to team up with, Donna or Steve? Uh- I was going to go D-Val, but I'm going Steve on this topic. Okay. I, I'm sorry, D-Val. It's okay. Hey, All right, bye. Donna, go get us some candy from Quinn's office. All right. All right. This is going to be great. GNR, RHCP, and BB. That's what we're talking about today. (laughs) Guns N' Roses, Red Hot Chili Peppers, BC Boys, all immortalized in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 11 years ago today. Steve, are you ready? I am ready. Let's get this started with this one. The title of the top song from the Red Hot Chili Peppers from 1991 is taken from an idiom, meaning that something happened in the past that is no longer important or worth arguing about. Under the Bridge. No need for physical altercation. Just name the highest selling BC Boys song. You've got to fight for your right to party. Maybe the greatest album, a debut album of all time, Guns N' Roses' 1988 Appetite for Destruction, crushed with four top ten hits, but only one got to number one. It's actually the only number one of all three bands we discussed today. What song was it? Oh, Guns N' Roses number one. Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Um, November Rain. That feels early for that. November Rain is going to be my guess, and I'll let Maple Grove Leaf help to clean that up for me. I feel like he might know. All right, let's uh, go ahead and bring Leaf back in here. Did you hear the questions, uh, Leaf? I did, but can I have them repeated one more time? Yeah, the uh, first one was uh, the title of the top song for the Red Hot Chili Peppers from 1991 was taken from an idiom, meaning that something that happened in the past is no longer important or worth arguing about. And Steve went with Under the Bridge for that one. Sure. No need for physical altercations. Just name the best-selling BC Boys song. He said you got to fight for your right to party. Uh, I said fight, so I suppose yes. And finally, maybe the greatest debut album of all time, Guns N' Roses' 1988 Appetite for Destruction, crushed with four top ten hits, but only one got to that coveted number one spot. In fact, it's the only number one of all three bands discussed today. And Steve went with November Rain. Uh, that wouldn't be on Appetite of Destruction, so I'd go Paradise City. He's going to go with Paradise City instead. Okay, sounds good. Leaf, we're going to put you back on Donna. hold, and we're going to go ahead and bring Donna back Hi. in here. Hey, Donna. All right, Donna brought candy back. All right. Um, Quinn wasn't in his office, so I had to break it. Oh, no. Okay. Do what you got to do. Ready. All right, let's do it again. The uh, categories for today, we're celebrating uh, 11 years since Red Hot Chili Peppers, Guns N' Roses, and the Beastie Boys entered the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're going to be talking about the top songs from all three of those bands. Here we go. The title of the top song from the Red Hot Chili Peppers from 1991 is taken from an idiom, meaning that something that happened in the past is no longer important or worth arguing about. I don't know. No need for physical (laughs) altercation. Just name the highest-selling Beastie Boys song ever. you got to fight for your right to... Party? Maybe the greatest debut album of all time, Guns N' Roses' 1988 Appetite for Destruction, crushed with four top ten hits, but the only one that got to that coveted number one spot, and actually the only number one of all three bands today, was this song. Sweet Child of Mine? Anything you'd like repeated? First one? First one, Red Hot Chili Peppers, 1991. It's an idiom meaning something happened in the past is no longer important or worth arguing about. Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Idiom. Red Hot Chili Peppers, I don't know. All right. Oh, man. Let's run through these. We're going to start with the middle one because you all know that you got to fight for your right to party. Nicely done. 1-1 is our score. Yes. Moving to the first one, the title of this top song from the Red Hot Chili Peppers in 1991. 
Uh, top song ever for Red Hot Chili Peppers is Under the Bridge. Yes! Mm. Which, of course, is from the idiom Water Under the Bridge, which means uh. something that happened in the past is no longer important or worth arguing about. Wow. One, right. a 2 1 now, the lead for Steve and oh, Leaf. I think we're about to get tied up, though. We go really to the like final on. one, maybe the greatest debut album of all time Guns N' Roses, 1988, Appetite mm. for Destruction, crushed with four top 10 hits, but only one got to that top spot. And actually, it's the only number one for all three bands discussed today. Originally, Steve said, a poison song, Every Rose Has Its Thorn. <laughs> oh, okay. Then he went with November Rain. Oh, good one. Thank you. It was <laughs> and, overruled. And then it was overruled because Leaf knew that that song was not on Appetite of Destruction. Paradise City was. <gasps> oh. But it was beat out by Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah! We got a tiebreaker. Wow. Was Home Sweet Home on that one, too? Or is that Motley Crue? That's, that's Motley Crue. We're really... Wow. <laughs> We're nailing this. Tough hair bands. They're hard. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it was also it was Paradise City on that one. They also had um, hey. Sweet Child of Mine, obviously. Um, nice job. Welcome Donna. to the Thank Jungle you. was on that one as well. And then there was one other top 10 hit. But uh, I love Leaf, that band. we are going to a tiebreaker. Leaf, okay. I pulled you up there as well. Uh, I'm going to play a song. So those three were entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. As were two other bands. Now I'm going to play a song from another band that was entered that year. First person to ring in with their name. Now I'm going to open this up a little bit. You can give me either the name of the song or the name of the band. Song or band. Correct. You give me the name of the song or the band. Again, once you ring in, I will stop the music. Leaf and Steve, you got two people playing. And Donna, you obviously... Just, just you, but uh, we'll see how okay. it goes. I'm going to start this music, and again, use your name as your buzzer, and I will stop it, and you will give me <sighs> your answer. I'm nervous. Name or band, here we go. Steve. Steve. Leonard Skinnerd? No, that is incorrect. Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart is the guess for uh, Leaf. That is incorrect. So, Donna, you got plenty of time In to listen to this. And again, I just need the name of the song or the band. Donna, Faces? It is Faces. Stay with me. Wow. That is a lead going into the weekend for Donna Valentine. Is that Brock Stewart singing? Yes. Oh. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? The band is Faces that got entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at the same time as Guns N' Roses, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Beastie Boys. Wow. So it wasn't Rod Stewart. It was Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart was singing, but Rod Stewart, the solo artist, did not get I think we have a double tiebreaker here. (laughs) Nice try. (laughs) Oh, that's painful. All right, good job, guys. Have a great weekend. And go try Caspian. All right, we love you, Lee. Okay, we will. Thank you for the suggestion. Okay, bye. Also, I think Ron Wood was in this band also. Ron Wood was in that band, along with uh, Kenny Jones, or currently Kenny Jones, Ronnie Lane. There's a lot of people in that band. Wow. But yeah. Faces entered into the Rock that and Roll Hall of Fame. That was a huge guess. I, I, it was only because I recognized Rod Stewart was in it, and the only... I knew he was in a band called Faces. Thank you. Wow. That was Wow, tough. that was great. That was tough. Oh, my God. I have to come down from this. 43-42. Now the lead for Donna. Yeah! Donna! What? <laughs> Sorry. Sounds like you were about to crush a can on your head. <laughs> Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 There are four things you should do if you've been putting off a task. Like, let's say your taxes. Okay. Okay. 
or let's say your taxes. Okay. All right. Here's what you should do. Number one, identify the the pain points. Ask yourself why you're procrastinating. Oh. Tackle that first. Okay. Just truth. Just well, be truthful. Sure. Okay. Yes. Number two, write down simple things you can accomplish in a few minutes that I have to do with that task. Shoes. Oh. Okay. And then try to cross those off the list. Like, okay. okay, I can gather my charitable donations. I can. <laughs> I'm sure that takes you tons of time. <laughs> you know, get your 1099s together. Right. There you go. Right. Just do that. Do the smallest step first. Like if you need to do your taxes. I didn't even know it was going to say that. Start with like what I just said. I didn't even pre-read this. (laughs) No. I'm smart. You're doing great, Donna. Thanks. And then uh, finally, use the Pomodoro technique. Love this. Love this technique. Are you familiar? Why don't you explain it? It's essentially this, and you can download. There are little timers that you can do online. So if this is computer work, easy to do. The Pomodoro timer, it's also called like the tomato timer. And it's 20 minutes on, five minutes off. And so what it does is it sets your alarm and it starts a timer. You go task, 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 task. Then it'll go, time for a break. That's the one that I have. And then you stand up for a five minute break. You must stop wherever you are. You've got to stop. Then you come back and you do another five minutes. Uh, You do a five minute break and then you do another 20 minutes and resume. And they say that your brain works better when it knows that there is a break coming, coming and up. when the break is coming. I love it. Okay, so I do a variation through. of this. This says, by the way, 25 minutes. That would be the full cycle of it, 20 minutes oh. on, 5 minutes off. Oh, this says uh, 25 minutes and working the task for the entire 25 minutes without any interruptions and do 5 minutes. So maybe it's a 30-minute, whatever, same whatever. concept. I whatever. I didn't know this was a thing, but I set alarms on my phone. Like, I have to be done cleaning the kitchen by... 10 a.m. Yes. On a Saturday. I will just set the timer for 10 a.m. Like the like so I could see it counting down. Sure. So it's the same thing. What do we say, Donna? And by we, I mean me. A task will stretch to fit the time allotted. Correct. So you if you give yourself, yourself five till, hours. It, you know, five hours and somebody will say hours. to you at the end of the day, oh, what'd you do? Oh, I've just been tidying up the kitchen kind of all day. If you say I have a 10 a.m. cutoff and you started it at 945, you'll have finished cleaning the kitchen in 15 minutes. I mean, you know, there's some give and take there in that rule. But the idea is give yourself a little deadline and kick your butt into action. I love it. Uh, Hey, when we come back, let's talk a little Stranger Things. Uh, One of the characters is getting an origin story. I'll see what you think about that. Okay. I don't know what I think about it either. We'll discuss. And also, I started a new show Last night, by new, I mean new to me. I'll tell you about that, too, when we come right back. Good morning. We're back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I've kind of been bouncing around. You know, it's getting to be summertime where there's not a lot on TV. Everyone's just mailing it in, you know, until fall. You're doing the catch-up TV thing right now. Sort of. I didn't know about this show. It was never on my radar. I don't know... Honestly, I think it's in the third season and never heard the title, Truth Be Told. You guys? Never heard of it. No. It's on Apple TV Plus with Octavia Spencer. Aaron Paul is in this as well. Okay. 
and it's it's good. I mean, so oh, how to begin? Okay, so there's a, a kid who, at the age of 16, went was sent away for murder. It is now like 19 or 20 years later, and they're trying to get a new trial for this guy because the daughter of a person who was murdered supposedly by this guy who's just spent 19 years in prison, uh, they started to look at inconsistency of her testimony. Like with the cops, she said one thing, and then when she was on the stand, it seemed like she was saying something a little different. Mm. The judge decides to file against that appeal as he believes the young the, the woman young woman was just dealing with her father's death. Well, there is a woman played by Octavia Spencer. Her name is Poppy, Poppy Parnell. And she is a reporter and podcaster. And she sees that they're trying to appeal it. She kind of had, was somewhat responsible for this guy, this kid going to prison. Mm -hmm. And now she wants to do more investigation to see if she contributed to wrongfully convicting, getting this guy convicted. Like the prosecuting attorney becomes the defense attorney. Mm, right. Sure. Okay. Yes. That's interesting. So anyway, it's it's her story and she does this podcast. I only watched one episode and I think it has the potential to be to be good. The cast is good. The acting's great. Aaron Paul, fantastic, of course. He does a, like a great portrayal of this guy. Um, and he was the guy. He's, he's the, the guy in jail. He's the guy in, in prison. Jail. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's doing a great job so far. Anyway, never heard of it. Yeah. I like it. I think it's going to be good. I'll I'll update you uh, as I continue to watch. Do you go through phases where you just find it difficult to? Lock into a show to, yes. to actually sit your butt down. Yes. I get a, a little, show on and watch it. I get a little antsier in the summer. Sure, because it's so nice out. It's nice out. There's things to do. There's lawns to be mowed, weeds to be pulled, children to frighten, all sorts of things. <laughs> She's out again. <laughs> get off my lawn. Anyway. Um, so yeah, check it out. Or if, if you have watched it and you have an opinion on it, give us a call Keep it to yourself. Oh, or send us an email, Donna and Steve show at my talk. One Oh seven one.com. I've never heard anybody talk about that show. I don't know how it went under my radar. Well, probably because no one ever talked about it. Correct. Anyway, uh, fans of stranger things, i.e. you, Hey-o. uh, did you like Eddie? Yes. The character debuted in season four. Oh Yeah. Well, he was fun. You didn't know what to make of him at first. Great. I like by the end lot. of it all, without spoilers, you just you you develop a love for Eddie. Yeah, you do. Every time they introduce a new character, you're like, oh, now where's this gonna go? Remember when um Max was introduced, and yeah. it was like you're like, why mess with what we have? Right, and then we end up loving Max. Boy, don't they do a good job of character introduction? Yes, yeah. and then how you know the other members of the the friend group are kind of like, all right, wait, what's her deal? Almost representing the viewer's feeling. Yeah. You know? Very much so. Well, now Eddie is getting his very own origin story in a prequel 
That sounded weird. Prequel book. There it is. Set before the events of the series fourth season. So this is Eddie before we are introduced to Eddie. Gotcha. In the actual fourth season. Yes. I just don't know how I feel about a prequel regarding a character who you feel like you've understood the arc of the character. Well, it feels a little bit... Prequels are tough. Well, I think what they're doing is saying there's more to him than meets the eye. Here's some things you didn't know about Eddie. But, yeah, look, I'm not going to doubt Stranger Things. They know what they're doing. But, you know, it's kind of like if you read the last chapter of a book. Yeah. And I feel like we saw... We read the book the whole way through last season. Right. And going back to the beginning... Yeah, it yeah, like why? Like, I don't know. A little try hard? Not that. Just, uh, I just don't know. I always, prequels I think are more difficult than sequels. All right. Well, according to Entertainment Weekly, the book's plot about Eddie from Stranger Things will center on him as he meets a music producer named Paige. And in desperate need of money to make his dreams come true, Eddie gets involved with his father's Shady business dealings. I kind of love it. So this person is currently the person who is writing this uh, is a woman whose name, uh, Caitlin Schneiderhan, is currently involved in writing season five. Okay. So we're going into season five, not season six, right? We're going into season five of Stranger Things, okay. which will be their final season. Okay. She said she's really excited for fans to go with him on this journey towards becoming a hero, to experience the messy and uncomfortable decisions that led him to become the brave misfit we all know and love. Okay. I mean, I'm I mean, not going to read it, but I'm not completely against it. You mean, you said I'm not going to read it. You mean watch it. No, it's a book. It's a book? It's a book. What? Why? I don't know. Make it, it a thing I can see. No, it's a book. Is it really? Yes, and now on to this. Wait, I'm still... Katie I'm... just finished the third season of uh, Truth Be Told. There's three seasons. Loved it. Uh, let's see here. Wow. Um, we got a message here from Brian. I'll tell you about that. Um, oh boy. Let's see. Okay. He only sent it to you too. Which he said, whatever. I've got work to do here. I tried calling you back. Hmm. Oh, you mean Brian from downstairs? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody else suggesting that we watch Beef on Netflix. In what context? <laughs> on Netflix. Okay. I love it. All right. I'm going to take off. Yeah, no, Brian, um, apparently somebody had sent an email yesterday when we didn't get a hold of Brian and this listener was disappointed. And so I forwarded the email to Brian and he just wrote, whatever, have a job to do, you know, tried calling back, period. Wow. I was just trying to show you that people love you, Brian. He gets crankier as the week goes on. I know, right? Most of us get happier as the week goes on. So right. Why do we love Friday? Because it's one day closer to Monday. 
right? Not exactly. Okay. I don't think so. All right. Uh, hey, what we're going to do is take a little break. When we return, uh, Mikey will have a dirt alert for us, which we're all excited about. And then uh, Donna's still watching more things. Yeah, Rise of the Pink prequel. Ladies. It's a prequel uh, also. A prequel as well. A cocaine bear documentary that no one asked for, but Donna will probably watch it anyway. We'll get all that.